I'd like to be a shepherd. You'd like to be a shepherd? Yeah, not like a... What's a shepherd? Welcome back to Show Me Yours with Jackie and Johnny, everybody. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And this week, we have another fantastic episode. We're back <laughs> yeah. in the lab here. Today's yeah. is, Jackie, this is your week. Yes. Tell me what we got going on. Well, we got a cheap trick live at Budokan. I got a couple cheap tricks for you, baby. Nice. Sorry, that's dumb. <laughs> Coming in hot off the top. Yeah, it's a fun album. Mm-hmm. Uh, released and recorded in 1978 Ooh. yeah in uh tokyo i was uh, yeah i thought i thought there was some times we were speaking to the crowd there and i was like they're really enunciating they're really <laughs> slowing down right now well it's actually well we'll, we'll get into that um yeah. but <laughs> but yeah so that's the album we're doing today also apologies this episode is a little a little uh tardy yeah, it's a little tardy, and it's my fault. I'll go ahead and say it. I'll go ahead and say it. I'm the reason. Um, normally, we blame Peter Grant for these kind of slip-ups, but uh, I'm not going to lie to you. This one is all on me. i got to take sure. the hit. But uh, Peter was probably the root cause of it. Oh, so no, he was definitely yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, easily, yeah, right? I mean, like, <laughs> you can't just do a crime without somebody driving a getaway car, you know what I mean, right? Exactly, he was definitely implicated yeah. in the crime, but... Um, yeah. You know, I, th- I think we can move forward um, from this now. I mm-hmm. apologize to all of our uh, loyal listeners. and Yeah. You know, we'll be back on we'll, Monday. Uh, uh, regular schedule. Regular uh, program. Regular what? Regular schedule. Absolutely. But now you get this one on a Wednesday. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, come it's on. a it's a good day for you. Who doesn't love us on a Wednesday? Yeah. Who's better than us? Yes. No. Definitely not, not on a Wednesday. I mean, on a Wednesday. Certainly on Wednesday. You'd be hard pressed to find anybody half as good. Exactly. So you're welcome. So there you go. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but before we get into this album, we have an, an interesting story that, uh, caught, caught my eye. What do you got for us, Jax? Wait, should we pay the bills first? Like, subscribe, do all the oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like and subscribe, uh, comment, uh, five-star review, um, TikTok. All the good stuff. All the <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Instagram. Give us a give us a follow. You can also Share take a, the big toe from your worst enemy and mail it into the show, and we'll put mm. them in a jar. We're gonna start oh. collecting those. Okay, That's, sure. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. All um, right. Uh, we're just basically doing anything that we can to uh, you know to to gain a little traction, gain, um, to to maybe open up a little dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the listeners and stuff like that. Yeah, and what better way than what better way to send us the, the ad, uh, a, a toe of your of, of your enemy? Um, yeah, that would be very cool. Big toe, preferably. But if you got if you can or only teeth. get a, if you can only get a Blair pinky, style. Well, if you could do teeth, then we Wrap can send up. maracas. Oh, we can. oh nice. nice, nice. We will, we we'll will make also you some teeth. maracas if you send us thirteen yeah. teeth. Totally. Yeah. Right. Or even um, just like an album recommendation. Maybe we'll do yeah. like a listener's album or something. Yeah. Like that, one of these if days. Uh, if you want to suggest something. Yeah. Yeah. Open up. We but are. Uh, <laughs> it's not just us talking. <laughs> yeah. It's also you. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, give us give us a give us a share. Yeah. Give us do that. A, yeah. yeah. Tell your, <laughs> and tell subscribe your to us on YouTube. Yeah. Jackie, what's the news? Uh, so, a man has been blowing loads out of his butthole oh, yeah. <laughs> and shitting out of his pee hole and 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 pissing out of his butthole too everything is reversed now jackie basically. when i saw the first couple sent or the first couple words in this headline it yeah. was like man 
ejaculates out of his butt. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Sure. Right? I mean, a little anal ejac. <laughs> sure. You've never been ejacked anally? Yeah. I mean, there's a fantastic movie that came out when I was a kid that I think opened a lot of... Um, a lot of butts open to butt play. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so yeah, Sean yeah. William Scott, Stifler, if you will, for the mm, layman. Yes, yes. Was in a scene in a movie called Road Trip. Yes. Now, in this movie, they've run out of, uh, of a little money. They need to, mm-hmm. you know, get from point A to point B um, to the University of Austin in right. Massachusetts. Yes. Classic. Anyway, <laughs> um, they, uh, so it goes into a sperm bank, right? So mm-hmm. he needs a little assistance, mm-hmm. right? And the nurse is like, boom, you're not going to get me there quick. He's just trying to get a hand job. Doesn't. Turns over. He gets, yes. uh, like, milked. Yes, yes. I, and, I remember right? this. Yeah. By the end of the film, <laughs> did I say two fingers? Better make it three. <laughs> now, Jackie, have you ever ejaculated out of your penis with a finger in your butt? No, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You've never lived. Yeah. Kids, that's, try uh, something new. Sorry. Um, oh shit! My, my, I was just in Thanksgiving, and my family was telling uh, they're listening about it. And they're like, "Yeah, we get like how, into the episode, and like right at the beginning, I'll usually know if it's for for me or for or not." <laughs> so I apologize to my auntie Arlene. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, my cousin Jackson is just uh, he's he's a listener. Shout out to mm-hmm. young Jackie boy. And, nice. Uh, you know, hey, here in college, try something new. Yeah, hey, anyway. yeah. Try sticking a finger up your butt, Why yours not? or someone else's. I, I if it's someone else's, don't you don't stick it up. Get them. Ask if they want to. Then yes. they you don't don't stick their finger up your butthole unless they they are a willing participant. I I, I back that. Yeah. I totally agree. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, um, when uh, when it so when it when it comes to a little anal ejac, we'll mm-hmm. call it for the for the remainder of the episode. Here. Sure. Um, not that surprising, but when mm-hmm. you have to like squeeze poop out of your penis like a toothpaste, yeah. Well, now we're now we're talking. Now we're talking. So, how did this happen? Yeah. So, I th- I think basically the story, from what I understand, this man was uh, host- He had an extended so two years prior to this happening, um, or to him going going to see the doctor about this. He had an extended stay at a hospital. Uh, after he had he overdosed on I believe it was cocaine and PCP and was placed into a medically induced coma and basically he had uh, a catheter inserted incorrectly and it created uh, a hole uh, which then meant the which created a new passageway so lines got crossed and so then you know things started going out opposite directions than what they were meant to but um this was ongoing for two years before he decided to to go to a doctor it's fucking insane jackie mm-hmm. has a plumber in the in the in the sense of lines being mixed up you know what i mean mm-hmm we do a lot of things to protect, uh, you know what I mean? The drinking water, the safety of the public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Backflow prevention and all that stuff. Cross-contamination is very, very dangerous. Yeah. Now, that's just in a drinking water situation. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, like, how did his di- dick not become septic? Like, Right? Like, how do you not get a, a UTI or several? Like, that's... Over the course of... so Two years. Two years. He sa- it says that... Um, well, okay, first of all, the first paragraph of this article really made me chuckle it said um a man spent two years nutting out of his butthole (laughs) before (laughs) before seeking help (laughs) in a case that perplexed and impressed researchers (laughs) and they so they did a study about it and they titled this study 
a curious case of rectal ejaculation. I was going just, anal eject, but rectal <laughs> ejaculation is okay too. I just like uh, half marks on the test. I, I like the creativity in the title. I feel like this should be a feature length film. You really have to. I think journalists are just getting young. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or if they were going like clickbait and stuff like that, like, yeah. there's no way this a 50 year old journalist is going to say. You know, I, I don't think it wasn't. A, it was a scientific study. Scientific paper. <laughs> yeah. Use the term yeah. nutty. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. They, they. <laughs> oh, okay. That's awesome. No, this is the article used the term sure. nutting. Okay. And, but the scientific study was titled <laughs> A Curious Case of Rectal Ejaculation. And so <laughs> this man sought treatment <laughs> after. Benjamin yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> of Benjamin's butt on. Oh, the butt is on. <laughs> But, okay, so is he taking, like, I mean, he has to be, it has to just be, like, a little bit, right? Like it, I mean, ha it must be. Well, so it says. Like, is it, like, brown water? So what, what it said was that he sought treatment after five days of pain in his balls and two years of, quote, <laughs> a substantial amount of semen shooting out of his rectum. <laughs> <laughs> But that uh, two years of that, he was like, ah, eh, whatever. But yeah. five days of pain, pain in his balls. He's like, oh, I got to get this. Well, I uh, wonder. If and while like, I'm in here, I might as well mention that I've been blowing crazy. loads out of my butthole. Have you ever been in a situation <laughs> where, uh, you know what I mean? Like a guy's just getting tired. He's going to fake it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Some of these things happen, right? Girls yeah, aren't the only yeah. ones faking out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep an eye out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> But that'd be awesome if everybody thought that he was always faking. Exactly. And then they And he's like, no, 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 no. Let me prove it. And he just like scoops out a handful yeah, and slaps say, it down. They look behind and it's just like Jackson <laughs> Pollock on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The front row has like a fucking tarp, yeah. like a splash on, like a Gallagher yeah, show yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, ponchos, like a blue man group. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I think that's absolutely hilarious, but do we have any like indication of how much was coming out or if it did shoot velocity? Like, is he actually, is he actually mm -hmm. blasting cum shots back there or mm -hmm. is it more just like a slow drip? They, that's a good question. I don't know. I he all I know that's, is that he described it as a substantial amount. <laughs> so you can only assume. Yeah. You can only assume. Some guys are shooters. Yeah. You know? Some guys. Some guys really pop off. And so yeah, I just love whoever wrote this article. They really did a did a stand up job. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They also said um, so. Yeah, in describing what what caused this. Um, the there yeah so there was a hole that um connects the the rectum to the lower urinary tract sure and so sure. it created a new passageway for his splooge to to travel nice. and uh okay. the way they worded this was so instead of flowing out of his dick as you might expect it took a hard left out of his anus <laughs> I love it as if like they're like like the, like semen has like a mind of its own. Yeah, right? like yeah. water's gonna go like the easiest way or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure semen has the similar. Yeah, it probably wasn't so rule. much of a hard left there. Yeah, so yeah. there's probably like yeah, like the hole probably like starts like right where you know, yeah, like it was probably. I, I don't know exactly, but like a hard left. I mean, these yeah. these little swimmers aren't very smart. I'm yeah, they, they go they go wherever you shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it raises an interesting question because I think it's pretty common for people 
uh if something's up especially i'm not sure exactly where this took place i'm assuming the states especially in the states uh if you notice like if you have uh if you're suspicious that you might be sick or something might be wrong most people don't go to the doctor right away i've been ignoring warning signs for years but i mean nothing this nothing this uh nothing like this but it makes you wonder so like so this guy drew the line uh so he had two years of crossing streams of yeah. but yeah. it was just and he just let it let it go he was like this is not worth this is not big enough inconvenience for me to deal with right now but then his ball started hurting and five days later he went to the he went to the doctor or I five mean, days later he was at not, the doctor's yeah so he well, might as have long made as there's not right like away. as long as there's not pain mm-hmm. right like imagine um I mean, even two years later, this might have even like led to like even better orgasms or something like that, right? So there might yeah, be a reason for be. him not yeah. seeking um, that kind of stuff. The the pee in the urine might have been found like after the factor because it's not like that's not like a party trick. You're like, oh yeah, doc, by the way, check this out. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Right. So that. But the but the 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 shit coming out of out of your dick that seems. Like yes, but like cause that's, for but, that, but that's what I mean, right? Is it like a toothpaste? Um, situation or is it just like little specks of fecal matter in um, you know what is what is what else is is largely piss or right. is it like brown yeah I don't oh man that's the part that's that's, yeah. that's really that's really um, kind of creeping up on me because they like I can almost forgive the other thing because I mean after a kind of guy that you know the kind of guy that goes into a coma for like cocaine and pcp yeah yeah he's lived a rough life already yeah. he's like this is nothing right a little bit of anal jack i yeah. mean no big deal Whatever. right like you could walk that off but anybody with sore balls for five days gotta go do something about it yeah yeah right? that's where so you wanna maybe yeah. is that where the infection started or like was there any like medical complications that came from any of this or were they just like oh our bad from the catheter well, like it couldn't be anything because also jackie when you're on cocaine and pcp i imagine you're mm-hmm. gonna probably shove something up your butt too Yes. You know what yes, I mean? Like it just happens. Yeah. That's just science. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure what his medical history, if he was, if he continued to, to use cocaine and PCP after this extended hospital stay. Well, did you uh, see recently there was a, there was a fellow on drugs that went into um, an emergency room to, um, to get them to remove a dildo that he'd put up his, uh, his no. body. I didn't send you this. No. Oh, Jackie, I got to send you this thing. Mm-hmm. That's like 28 inches long. And oh, the wow. x-ray is fascinating. So once it's like in there and you can't like get it out, right? This thing went like all the way up the side here. Twenty eight like, inches. It's That's insane. So long. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, essentially, what happened there was like I mean, it was removed mm-hmm. and um, no real like lasting damage. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you add PCP to the mix, like I'm saying, like I mean, yeah. like you could take some very serious, um, you know, damage back there. Right. I've heard. Um, right. But. No lasting damage from t- that. That seems fascinating. Yeah. How big was this guy? Um, I'm assuming probably like regular man status. Like maybe right. not like, you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. abnormally small, but still, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the body's resilient. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the rectum yeah. especially, right? Like, I mean, that kind yeah, of thing yeah, can take Yeah, it can a, take a bit of wear and tear. A little, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in, so if it's due to complications from a catheter, mm-hmm. is he entitled to like any settlement money that's a great question yeah i don't know they didn't uh it didn't detail any of the um uh ripple effects because once somebody's in there start crossing wires right and it wasn't you 
right? And I mean, pissed. like, hey, you know, he yeah. might just be like a regular run-of-the-mill cocaine PCP user, mm-hmm. right? Just chilling, you know yeah. what I mean? A little after dinner, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mellows out grandma. Weekends, I get it. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. right? So I don't want to put, uh, I don't want to cast aspersions and say that, you know what I mean, that might be um, anything leading to it, right? But if it was just the doctor's fault, then I'd be going after some bucks. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, you you should get, get your money. Uh, oh, you've got to get your money. Gotta yeah. get your money. And um yeah, shame on shame on the doctors. Well, like I it seems so such a simple I mean, presumably like doctors and nurses are inserting catheters left, right, and center. My cousin Danielle is a nurse and mm-hmm. we just spent the weekend together and she told me some fascinating catheter stories. Mm-hmm. More so about the kind of penises that she's seen right. in her line of work or right. whatever. Yeah. One being massive mm-hmm. and taking the entire catheter basically like just in the shaft or whatever wow. very yeah. very impressive story good for him you yeah know what I mean? yeah right? good like on you just want to get a handful of that thing just to see what the weight is yeah like, yeah right? yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? good for you mm-hmm. um but so from that side of the scale all the way to the um uh like a penis where she actually had to like dig into like a guy's like abdomen to find it or whatever right, right? like even like beyond micro penis or whatever like wow. a button on a fur coat wow yeah pretty yeah. incredible right yeah. and everything in between yeah funny story about a kid her age that was like probably wanted to fluff up a little bit and yeah it's like you know what i mean hot nurses are just like putting catheters in a guy's dick like that's yeah. not fun yeah you know yeah I mean? that's yeah shout out to that poor kid you're our listener of the week Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to the (coughs) nurses. This is not to disparage nurses. I wonder how common this is. I need to like we have a we have a direct line Mm -hmm. now to two nurses, Mm -hmm. uh, my cousin Jelena and Danielle, that we I think could get to the bottom of a lot of these things, Mm -hmm. or at least for further context, we can maybe even ask Mm -hmm. um, a little bit about it. Shit, should we get them on the show? Nah, we'll call him later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Maybe a, um, a phone a friend on the show. It, we'll we call could, him we up. could definitely use it, but <laughs> I believe they're still at the cabinet I left. So yeah. it might be out of service. Yeah. Yeah, you will, yeah, yeah. Later later episode. We'll sure. circle back to this. But, oh, uh, we're staying on top of all of <laughs> Any is more a, news an elaborate network on any story that we've done <laughs> yeah. so far. We promise to go back because not only yeah. you, we want more information. As yeah, well. if you hear anything about it any of these stories please let us know oh my goodness yes yeah absolutely. i think this was like a, a cautionary tale you know of the important even simple medical procedures can yeah. can go awry you have to take the the utmost caution when um uh inserting catheters doing stitches little things like that sure. things can things can go wrong and you know go to a doctor if you're if you're coming out your 100%. your butthole yeah and i think yeah. it's up to all of us now to realize that you can't always blame cocaine and pcp for problems yeah you know what i mean right? yeah sometimes it's the doctor's fault exactly Right. Cocaine and PCP didn't do this. Cocaine and PCP had nothing to do with mm-hmm. this story, Jackie. Mm-mm. I mean, the fact that they put that in there, I think, actually throws a little shade mm-hmm. on our fella here because, I mean, maybe he's entitled to something. I mean, it, I was even, it was even ill-advised of me to assume that just because a man is doing cocaine and PCP to mm-hmm. the point where he's going to overdose himself, that he's going to have something in his butt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's something that I would do. Yeah, I, I don't want to yeah. put that in his. Exactly, I mean? we don't we don't know this man. We don't judge. But don't and judge. yeah, this is not the the fault of cocaine no. or PCP or or this this man. No, 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 no. It's he an is, improper the, improper yeah. catheter ex- insertion. God damn! I've been trying to think of a a play on words for PCP piss. Pi- 
Yeah, just P- try it. Just try it. <laughs> try it live. Let's, let's see. Yeah. Well, there's definitely there's there's piss come poop, which is what we're dealing with here. But I I've, I was trying to think of like a a catchy catchy slogan. Peek and poop. <laughs> like a nincompoop, poop, but a peek and poop. Yeah, peek and poop. Peek and poop is actually Watch kind your of PCP. adorable. Yeah, mind your PCP. Mind your PCP. jesus christ oh that's fantastic where did this happen uh that's i'm not sure that's what i was wondering too i assume probably the states sure sure. Uh, that's that's just my my guess i also maybe england i don't know perhaps yeah it could have been could have been canada where's could have been uh like as a drug user you never see pcp yeah you have to you have to kind of search for that you have to be in a within the the network interesting yeah i also came across this story about speaking of like uh like rectal injuries oh jackie you know you know girl, I love, I love <laughs> she like wore like really short shorts on a date that were give it gave her a major wedgie and then uh she had to be hospitalized because of it so i like i guess what happened was that she was wearing uh like boy short cut underwear underneath these shorts and it was riding up like her her ass so hard and she said that she knows she remembers like picking her wedgie throughout this date and i guess one of the times it was up there like so hard that it created like a little cut that then got infected and then she had to go to the emergency room and icu no this was like a day afterwards something like that um, she had to go to the emergency room, emergency room and ICU almost had to get part of her butt removed. Whoa. Yeah. She was ladies, saved, but, ladies, uh, yeah, ladies, yeah. Ladies, let that be a lesson to you. Yeah. We love a tight short. You know what I mean? Mm. I love a good form fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Suck it up there. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. But if it's going to be at the detriment to the rest of your butt, maybe don't do it. Not worth it. Maybe Not don't do it. it. You know what I mean? I like a flowy, you know, dress situation and mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Maybe yeah. let it breathe. Maybe yeah, let the exactly. butthole breathe. Let the butthole breathe. Oh let let the pussy breathe. I think we've got to get some yeah. air airflow in there. I think that might be the slogan to the show. Mm-hmm. I think from now on. <laughs> right? Let it breathe. Let it breathe. You know? let it, let it. <laughs> we should remix the Beatles song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When my butthole speaks to me <laughs> speaking words of wisdom let it breathe yeah Maybe. there you go we it writes it. itself it really does <laughs> we should do more spoof songs we should do yeah. any spoof songs yeah yeah we really should get like into spoof the, songs yeah. Yeah. i would like to do okay. that yeah right. we'll put that on the list spot in Vancouver. yeah <laughs> we don't even do comedy anymore but uh no yeah any mind your mind your pcp and let it breathe. I think that's the takeaway from, uh, yeah, this Absolutely. whole interlude. But um, on that note, we can transition into Cheap Trick live at Budokan. What is so Budokan? Is that like a like a like, like a Buddha con- convention? <laughs> it's like a concert like venue. A a con- oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. In Tokyo. I'm into it. Yeah. So um, but why don't you say... Uh, how did how did you feel about this album? Well, Jackie, we honestly, it? like on the train when I listened to it a few days ago, mm-hmm. um, I was having cocktails. I was really fired up, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was a little bit lackluster for me for okay. what I for what I'm kind of digging and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, as I was kind of cleaning up and I kind of had it in the background, I could definitely see the uh, 
um, the appeal to this kind of stuff. It's there was some funny things that happened, mm-hmm. but now that I realize that you know what I mean, there's a Japanese crowd that they're playing to. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of talking to the crowd. Right. Ten songs, forty minutes. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, they extended some bridges. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and just yeah. kind of you know what I mean, really, really jammed out a few, yeah. <laughs> a few of these for a little while, which was, <laughs> which was totally fine. Yeah. But um, the intro and the outro kind of bookending it mm-hmm. with like are you ready to rock yeah. hello welcome yeah. to the show yeah, and then yeah. like at the end yeah. it was like we had a great show we'll see you later there was some parts that uh, that i didn't dislike mm-hmm. uh, that just de- definitely made me giggle um, yeah and then um the uh the, the 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 two hits at the end were what i what i really remembered mm-hmm. um Oh my god, I can't even remember where they are now. Jesus Christ. I'm just talking <laughs> off the top of my head. I'm all, you know, I'm thinking it's anal e Got your mind on on anal e well, No, because it's like it's it's not like it's I want you to want me. I was thinking um right. you need somebody to love or whatever, right? That's yeah, the buzzcocks. Yeah. I yeah, oh, know yeah, that's yeah. ever fallen in love. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, how many songs about love are there, <laughs> There's oh a my few. God. There's a couple. <laughs> of so that one and then like um the the next song has a different name, so I can never associate the mm-hmm. it with the actual uh song but yeah mommy's yeah. all right daddy's all right oh yeah you know what I mean? yeah so like if it wasn't like for those two songs yeah. those are like rocking hits that everybody remembers mm-hmm. you know what i mean which is which is totally fine yeah but yeah there was a lot going on like up to mm-hmm. like, up to that point that i i'd never heard before so it was yeah. fine it was it was good it was good i'm not gonna say that uh that like i i didn't like there wasn't like um you know it's not kiss alive too sure sound or whatever sure. from the same generation sure, like sure. That. but i could definitely see how it's better than kiss alive too yeah yeah yeah, so basically, so this album, uh, so Cheap Trick formed in 1973. Okay. Um, this album comes out 1978. Up until it's this a short point. Time to be that huge. You know? Well, they weren't. Very they cool. were huge. So up until this point, they were not, they had, they had very little success in North America, but they were huge in Japan. So they didn't really have a lot of success. Uh, yeah, at, at home. But a huge, huge following in Japan, as okay. you can hear yeah. on oh, the yeah. album. Oh, yeah. Um, and so this basically, and so they recorded this album, um, and it was only meant to be released in Japan. But they had another, like, sort. they had promotional material for it that was playing in the U.S. And then the demand for this album in the U.S. was so strong that they imported copies um from was, japan was that from like a, like a new hit coming out or like a grassroots kind of movement or like the underground saying like this is like you got to check this album out like how was uh, there was they made a promotional album for oh. it yeah so there's a promo like, like a 45 or something for i'm not really no it's not uh it's not like an album of theirs but they had like promotional like material for it i guess like on the radio and stuff in the states and okay. people just really wanted to hear this album so they imported a bunch of copies and basically after this, this is what this album is what caused them to have mainstream success in the States. Really? Up until this point, they weren't really big at That's all, big. but they did. They opened for Sorry, a lot of, uh, right it's now. okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say chilly feet. Uh, yeah. Um, Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? What was I talking about? Promotional material. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah. So they so they toured with, they opened for a lot of really big bands like uh, like Kiss and like, um, 
um, uh, the Kinks and Queen um, and uh, a few band? other, yeah, a few other, yeah, yeah, okay. a few other bands. Like they opened for a lot of really big bands, um, but they just couldn't um, ACDC. They couldn't find. They yeah. just didn't open for any American bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, other than the first one. Other than Kiss. Yeah. But we only um, play with Kiss. Yeah, Thin Lizzy. Hey. Um, not so thin anymore. Is she? So they opened. Yeah. So they opened for a bunch of these bands, and uh, basically, the so the song that opens uh, this album, uh, "Hello There," mm-hmm. uh, this they wrote this song. Because when they were touring and opening for big bands, they often did not get sound check. So instead of just like burning one of their uh, more like melodic songs or whatever to kind of like play around with the sound for their their first song on stage, they wrote this song for basically to open up shows and to be able to do their sound check because it just like comes out you know really really strong and like high energy and so that was the purpose of it was written specifically to open shows so they could play around with the sound because they weren't getting do you think that cheap trick inspired you big idiot because that's what they do oh yeah idiot is a local punk rock band we Mm -hmm. love you big idiot Mm -hmm. they their first song is is sound check yeah Um, yeah yeah yeah. Hard guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Easy guitar. Yeah. And the drum star. This yeah. is soundtrack. Oh. If they know it or not, but I'm gonna bring that up. Yeah. That's yeah, very no, cool. that's Very interesting. cool. Hey, yeah. So yeah, so that was like the purpose of of that song. But yeah, so basically, uh, just like a little bit of background mm-hmm. on the band. Um, so like I said, they formed in nineteen seventy three. They had released three albums before this album came out. But yeah, weren't finding a lot of success in North America. But they were huge in Japan. Um, so they recorded this album there, intended to only be released in Japan. Okay. Um, then there was huge demand for it in the States. And that is what caused them to... This was like what jump-started their career in North America. Even though they were five years into their into their band, their career as a band already. Yeah. Um, and opening for huge bands. But <sighs> I was going to say, like, a five years, was, I mean, like, that's... Yeah. You're doing okay. But this was the album that yeah. that brought them a lot of success. And so the audio recording uh for this album actually is not from the Budokan concert. They had another concert in Japan <laughs> at the same time at a So you're telling me live at Budokan isn't live at Budokan? So they had another concert uh at the same time in Japan at Osaka. Live in Osaka. Uh but so the basically the recording for this show fucked up. Um, so they had to use audio from that concert instead. So they just said Budokan because it's a cool ass name. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. I'm sure like, there's the some. Different? I'm sure there's parts that. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, the audio recording is from a different concert. The more you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they cheap trick a lot of like '90s grunge bands cite them as an influence, okay. like Nirvana and like Smashing Pumpkins and stuff. Okay. Cite cheap trick as an influence, which is kind of interesting. Well, they kind of paved because at the time, it was like um, hair metal, you know, sure. '80s, like you know, this wasn't '80s, late '70s to '80s, like disco and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But this was kind of like a resurgence of of, of like of, yeah, real sure. like rock and roll. Yep. And so um, it was like welcomed, uh, especially when this album came out, as like, oh, like you know, this kind of music does still exist or whatever. Yeah. And so it kind of. Uh, paved the way for this resurgence of more like uh hard rock rather than 
you know. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, and the yeah. Bee Gees fucking. <laughs> Staying alive. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I can see um, that. And so it's. Uh, so this the album was like described as basically like pre um pre-internet like viral phenomena because the album was so big when it came out and it went just from japan the way that it like kind of jumped countries yeah. when it in like 1978 so it was like they went viral before going viral was a thing well yeah that, i think that's the thing like that had to have been like a word of mouth mm-hmm. um like yeah more of like a grassroots than like um you know, Capitol Records, like, putting the money behind it to push the album and, yeah. and then really promote it or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's going to stand kind of on its own two legs and then find its audience a little bit later. Yeah. Kind of kind of shows what... Yeah. Like the mark of a good record, I yeah, think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, like, it ushered in, like, a new uh, era of, of rock music. Very cool. It's often cited as one of, like, the best live rock albums of all time. Yeah. Well, and it's I their mean, best-selling record. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so that... The it's not no effects. I heard they suck live, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, the, so the track, yeah, the track that opens it, Hello There... Uh, like I said, it was written to be a soundtrack yeah. song, basically. Um, so do you, like, if you're, like, opening up to, like, open up your your set, do you have, like, kind of, like, the... Do you do... Do you have, like, a go-to thing to, Oh, like you know the answer up? to that question. Well, yeah, Absolutely. but this is not for me. Yeah, this is no, for the viewers. Do. I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it depends on the room, right? So, like, yeah, it always... Yeah. Um, but, like, if I have kind of, uh, like, a general idea of what I'm going to do, if I'm going to try something that's going to take a little bit more time, then I will, like, I'll try to hit, like, hard and fast. Mm-hmm. Um, either to, like, if I'm going up early to kind of, like, quiet the room down or whatever, or mm-hmm. um, if it is a hot crowd, then to, like, give them the... Like, almost like the trust in me. Yeah. That, like, I know what I'm doing. So, yeah. yeah, like, I like to go up and kind of, like, quick, fast kind of one-liners and stuff like mm-hmm. that or whatever that'll kind of follow. Um, I'll try to make them, mm-hmm. you know, kind of one build onto the next one or something like that or, or whatever. Just yeah. how, however I want to play around with them. But definitely do that. Um, not in the sense of, like, sound check, but mm-hmm. absolutely um, to either... Um, I don't know, to do like one of a few things like mm-hmm. with, with, with an audience, right? Definitely to like set yourself apart, like mm-hmm. know that and, and it almost kind of like gear them up for what they're getting into. Yeah. Because like everybody else has been like a little bit more tame or whatever then, yeah. you know what I mean? If we're going to go up talk like about a little bit more like raunchy stuff, if, the, yeah. if, if they're not into, you know what I mean? Abortions and fetal alcohol syndrome then all right we're we're back little technical <laughs> difficulties here yeah, for anybody that wants to know jackie it. does everything around here um <laughs> except the audio i do the audio and i had one fucking jump <laughs> well every time there's a new mistake we we don't make that one again we don't we don't this is a new mistake yeah and uh it's it's it, it totally could happen again it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> like we heard that this happens again 100 could but we're we'll gonna we're gonna strike for precautions Let's okay power, power so we were talking about um I opening up opening up opening up the show so um yeah as we were talking about just you know um uh yeah like acknowledge acknowledge the audience really is what uh i think I so think well the it's best, the same yeah. technique that they did with the song i think right like it's Let's get everybody involved. Here, <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know if that's been brought up yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we should even move on that's to a, a different line point. of questioning. You know? <laughs> 
probably why we why, why we even brought it up in the first place. Yeah. Right? That's an interesting um, tactic, and uh, I do something similar. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, again, they they open it up by yeah acknowledging the the audience, mm-hmm. and I think that's um, for like any performer. That's kind of like <sighs> the best way to to bring to bring people into bring people into it make it so they know it's like a, a joint experience totally. i've yeah, seen some yeah. performances um music comedy you name it that mm-hmm. is more or less just like um you're another you know just another show on the on the tour yeah, list or whatever yeah, right yeah. with not a whole lot going on mm-hmm. or you can you know do something like uh I don't know. Anti-flag is a great example. Every mm-hmm. time they come on, like they make it like a you know to the point where they end the show with the uh, you know they'll pull the the drums down into the crowd and right, you know everybody right, right, like gets right. like right up close and personal and stuff like that. And I think um, it's definitely a tactic. My buddy Nico is like, oh fuck, they're gonna do the thing again. You know why they're gonna right. do the thing again, Nico? Because we fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it brings yeah it brings people people into it, and I feel like. I don't know with it's hard with crowd work because it can I mean if it's done really if it's done well uh yeah. then it can be great but it's hard the thing where uh, I I think when I don't enjoy it is when it's tripping up the the flow of the the set and so I sure. feel like when um uh, when I sort of play around with crowd work a bit, it's always at the beginning of the set because I feel like that's kind of the the place. Not even having to do crowd work, but just be a little looser, like acknowledge something that happened earlier in the show. Yeah, the way that you it's do just it like is, immediately, is exactly, yeah, yeah, getting people comfortable with you, and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. like they're they're an actual person here, and when yeah. I'm being, uh, I'm yeah. seen. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. I do something like a little bit different, but I think the like the general vibe is still the same at the end of the, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? At the end of whatever little opener that you're that you're doing, I think at the end that everybody can like relax in. You know, yeah. this isn't going to be too like it's going to be jarring. You're going to hear some shit, but yeah, it's my buddy up there. You know what I mean? Right? So yeah. We'll, we'll let him go, I think. I yeah, and it's hard because I used to. I mean, I still do some. I totally depends on the show, the vibe and stuff. Sure. But I think what I used to always do is like, oh, I should just open up with saying something wild yeah. and just to jar them yeah. and you know really get their attention. Totally. But like that's not usually what <laughs> what audiences want. No. I mean, sometimes. Not to say you shouldn't say things to like get their attention right up top, yeah, totally. but it doesn't have to be the most like ridiculous no, thing no, you no, could no, possibly say. No, I say, say like a, like I mean yeah. I I would think like a, like a good joke mm-hmm. like what put one of your better ones up there yeah, whatever you want to yeah, close with yeah. put that one <laughs> like up front or whatever yeah, you know what I mean right like, yeah because yeah. like then then the trust comes like not I don't know trust is a weird word or whatever mm-hmm. but like they're gonna let you go on a on a journey if you've already made them laugh like off the top yeah. or whatever right you know then then because breaking into longer. Mm-hmm stuff can be like a little bit long-winded especially when mm-hmm. like if you're starting with you know like 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 for me for instance if you're going up there with one-liners and you're like your your laugh per minute or whatever right, right you know yeah. you're, you're getting like these like 30 second you know mm-hmm. pauses in between laughs which is great but then it's it can be jarring mm-hmm. for me anyway once you break into something longer yeah but like that silence is there because you know they're, they're actually listening you know yeah I mean, right? yeah it's you're gonna turn that corner at some point right and that's because i think you've earned their trust a little bit with the mm-hmm. you know with the jokes there at the beginning yeah with stories that's it's like anyway I, <laughs> 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 I might be completely wrong <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's interesting with stories because yeah, definitely don't like open up with like a <laughs> long story. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people have done it and it Fuck works, yeah. but um, Absolutely. but yeah, you can go for like you know 
30 45 seconds a minute without like a laugh but then once you do get to the laugh then it's like huge like um uh darcy has one i won't say what it is at all but he has one story where it's like a minute of like heavy subject matter yeah, yeah, <laughs> then yeah, yeah. He, he gets to the joke and it's so fucking funny and i laugh so hard every time <laughs> but you have to be really confident and really comfortable on stage to start that way to Fuck go yeah. through yeah. yeah like a, a minute over a minute of of <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's why darcy's the best yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, uh so on a similar note too so like we said the the song that closes the the album goodbye yeah. good night now this was written um after the fact after this the first song was written just kind of like as a counterpart to It'd be awesome if they wrote that one first like hey man maybe yeah. we should, we should, <laughs> yeah. rather than doing an encore good night now <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty good show. We had That's a good time. The end of the show. <laughs> now it's time to go. <laughs> Did they do? Is there like a um, any bonus tracks or anything that exists? Like yep. where oh, there's okay. a whole like Budokan two album. There's oh. a lot. Yeah, from the same performance. Stuff. So they like yeah. really so chunked us down to like because this. Was, well, I guess yeah. technically it's three concerts because it's the two concerts at Budokan plus the one at Osaka oh, okay. that yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. audio is taken from. Um, but. Um, uh, yeah, so they close uh, up with this yeah. other song, and it like bookends totally bookends the the album, and it's like in in comedy you see that like a lot with people, um, or you used to see it a lot where they'll close with a, a callback, and it's kind of like a perfect like button up totally and like it used to be um and it still is sometimes but it well i know that we used to do it a lot and we don't anymore yeah it used to seem like so in impressive yeah yeah when um like years ago it's i feel like it's been kind of recent that it switched over but when comedians uh were doing this even like a couple a couple years ago it would be like Oh my God! Like There's he like, just—he well, I mean, remembered what he set up an hour ago. There's a great like, Louis special where mm-hmm. um, you know three of the words that you're not supposed to say ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all great bits or whatever, right? And then mm-hmm. he ends um, with a joke about a deer, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it here, <laughs> yeah. but it's really well done. And yeah, that yeah, was you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Like that, that, yeah. that was like the form of brilliance. You know what I mean? When yes, you're yeah, young. Yeah. Like 18 or something you see that you're like oh fuck like that's yeah. how you do it carlin did it Chappelle did it great and a mm-hmm. just for laughs um mm-hmm. five minute set my yeah. buddy dave has the camera and all that stuff right so there's a million mm-hmm. of them that have like wowed me over mm-hmm. the years and it was fun to write a set like that but it mm-hmm. doesn't seem as spontaneous anymore no you know what i mean right like, like yeah do the callback about something that like somebody else said exactly or what yeah, happened yeah. in the crowd or yeah. something you know what i mean right because yeah. then the audience can like they can get that whole like fuck yeah we were there for that you know what i mean then everybody's like yeah a part of the joke, you're right? more like in the moment and it feels totally. more spontaneous and more like authentic um and again it's like letting them know that like totally. you're there watching the show with them mm-hmm. rather than it just being this like perfectly like yeah. constructed like circular act and yeah. at the end it's like and that i told said, him that's <laughs> why i only carry nickels it's <laughs> 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 like holy fuck it's because he was talking about the times before <laughs> 
it's a tactic. I mean, it's definitely a tactic. Yeah. And I mean, given you know, given the opportunity to write a longer set, would I you know incorporate something like mm. that? Absolutely, maybe right. But like, yeah. in the, I think in the in the sense of like in in shorter sets, a lot of comedians yeah. showcases and stuff like that. And it's just more of like um. It's like a writer technique or whatever for somebody yeah, to like, like flash just, out like you know how 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 brilliant yeah. they are or whatever which is which is cool I don't know done it's so weird because everything's so um, like subjective here like yeah, yeah. when done well love it when yeah. done poorly worst fucking thing you've ever and seen and I think right? it's like e it's more and more uh, it's becoming easier to do it poorly because mm. like you hear now like when I hear people do it like especially at shows that we're like at here yeah. in Vancouver yeah. and I'll hear comedians do it and it's like oh it's like cringe and it's like feels like hacky now almost it's just it's yeah. one of those things that um, like uh, I've had um a one-liner a little while ago. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I got off and a friend of mine came up to me and he goes like, or a friend of ours, he says like, you know, we they can spot the, you know, the punchline before you get there. Yeah, You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. right? So fucking change it, right? Mm -hmm. Rewrite it a little bit because the joke still works, right? But, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're walking them into something yeah. that it's a little predictive, right? Yeah. So you can change that setup or whatever so that when you turn that corner, that punch hits way harder, right? It's fucking, it's a great piece of advice. Yeah. Um, so because you see so much comedy we're constantly around it and constantly thinking of you know mm -hmm. what i mean our own jokes are like how we can you know yeah, get from yeah. a to b and you know set up and really punch up really turn a hard corner mm -hmm. when you see it done it's it's predictive yeah you, you exactly, know what i mean yeah. right like if you're watching like it doesn't make necessarily a bad movie a bad movie mm -hmm. is if you were like oh okay they introduced that character at the first act boom they're coming back to save the day yeah, or something like yeah. that right? it's like the formula like you it's know very it's very simple gonna, right gonna so happen. like when it's almost yeah, like so I, I don't know if like we're like fucking snobs about it now or something like that but definitely like you can you can see it and then it and then it like it, it encourages more of like an eye roll or it's like almost, a yeah, clap it's like rather a groan, than yeah, yeah rather than like a belly laugh be, or somebody like when you close fucking strong and, and exactly you know I mean, though right? it'll be like in a, a clap and like laugh of acknowledgement like yeah. ah, ha, ha, ah, clever boy i was listening i understand where exactly. like yeah ex versus like a really like mm -hmm. hard hitting uh joke to yeah right and other everything yeah, right and but I, like, yeah obviously you can you can do it well but it's always change with the, yeah. with the environment too because comedy just isn't music right i mean for yeah. music like uh, you're you're setting the vibe up shit and i bet that mm -hmm. that fucking worked for them for years exactly you know yeah, I mean? yeah it was probably yeah. awesome right but yeah you, know, you just don't get uh yeah, you don't get that with jokes right? yeah and it's just like the more people do it the more you expect it and once it becomes once comedy becomes predictable like if you can see the punchline coming ahead or if you know someone closes with a with a callback once it come becomes something that's not surprising anymore then it's yeah no then longer it's season funny. 24 of the simpsons and not season four of the simpsons yeah you know what exactly I mean? right and exactly. there's like a, there's a and without being a snob or whatever there's a serious mm -hmm. um like decline in the comedy and the way that they're mm -hmm. doing it um actually um obviously the style of writing the style of show changed and stuff mm -hmm. but where one storyline would take you on a fantastic journey mm -hmm. you know that hadn't really been done before yeah, especially yeah. in animated or you know cartoons and stuff at that time um to where they're at now where you need three flimsy storylines to barely yeah, hold the to plot hold together, together right yeah. you know which is um that, a lot of that stuff becomes predictive right because mm -hmm. you know you have like a you know a sea story where you know bart and a slingshot is good yeah. you know like it's setting it up so fucking simply right yeah, which yeah. is um as an audience member I'm not really yeah, here for you. You, you want to be surprised and coming, stuff like yeah. that because that's the thing, especially with comedy too. It's like if you if you see it so much and you see it so much, the greatest thing is is is, is getting the surprise, right? Yeah, I yeah. imagine magicians like to see fucking well done magic, right? It's yeah, the same yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think, right? yeah. And that's yeah. And even when I see comedians, 
uh, like local comedians who I like and I know are funny. But if I they're doing a set and they're telling jokes and I can like fill in the blanks and I'm like this is no longer it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Because you know what's what's coming. Even like super super funny people, super totally. talented people. Absolutely. But yeah, as soon as you lose that that shock, and also yeah, just for people. It, uh, people don't people want to believe that you're like spontaneously making this shit yeah. up on the spot absolutely and that's i think now what people enjoy more about about comedy they want it to be like they want it to to feel like they're getting to know you and like mm-hmm. um you know like you're uh having like a uh <laughs> a, a, a spur of the moment interaction absolutely. with absolutely. each other that's right. like never gonna happen again Versus totally. like if yeah you have like a callback or whatever it is then yeah. it feels more um, more written and more rehearsed and, and it more, does yeah. yeah right so if somebody's coming yeah. like incredibly like well written and rehearsed it's like it's like it could be like Jesselnik or something like that yeah. like a level like that where you like that's what I'm here for and that's yeah um the kind of stuff that you know I want to see right but mm-hmm. it's it's more I don't it's, it's weird right like the better joke writers mm-hmm. uh, even well, like amongst comedians when we talk about them right like mm-hmm. the better joke writers are almost going by the wayside for people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little bit more, um, you know, inclined to, to to be more spontaneous and 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 beam in the moment, right? Which is, which is totally fair. Yeah. Um, I yeah, you can't really predict what they want. You just try to do it the best that you can. Um, yeah. And just wish you had fucking a yeah. band behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, <that'd> be sweet. <laughs> it's like similar to what like we were talking about the other day with like stage names for for comedians, where it's like I saw the stage name on a post. No, okay, <laughs> we won't go into specifics, but Dude, it's like fucking name for man. me. <laughs> it's the same thing. Well, it's like I understand people whose maybe last names are too complicated, sure. and they're like it's too hard for for hosts to bring me up. It's Absolutely. better if I just use this simple name or whatever. Yeah. But when you have or a full name's like on, Gloria and you're like, I'm gonna be Alex. Like, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. I'll <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a pass. On that if one. you, but if you use like a full on like stage like name, like just, Larry the fucking cable guy. Exactly. Jason, right? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Then it's like, okay, this is now a character that I'm mm-hmm. watching, and for me, that's not what I like in in comedy. No. I want it to be a real person up on stage, and yeah. as soon as they're introduced as as Larry the cable guy. Then I'm like, okay, we're seeing an act now. Well, that's a really yeah. funny to me because, like, when uh, you know, when somebody's doing that act and putting that that persona on, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to say the most outlandish shit that they can, which is great. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I have more fucked up stories than this, and I'm using my real name here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Whatever the case is, you just gotta, you know, if, if every mm-hmm. teach their own, teach yeah. their own, but not for John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say this because it isn't me. This is my character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, just try saying it. Yeah. Oh my God, I was with my family this weekend. Yeah. I was saying some wild shit, and yeah. most of it went over pretty well. Actually, <laughs> most of it went over. I did uh, the pregnancy jokes to my mom, and she's like, oh, "What no. the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> my family wanted me to do a set, so I'm in the fucking woods, oh, Jackie. God. Yeah. And I had a great time in the yeah. woods. My cousin married a man. And mm-hmm. Adam is the best. I fucking love this guy. He's been around for like 10 years and shit mm-hmm. like that. I just had no idea the extent of like his family's, you know, like wealth and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's yeah, very yeah. cool. So we get up to this um, cabin. Well, this property with a bunch of cabins on him. My whole family is there. Adam's just hooking everything up. He's just a fucking beauty. And then he goes, do you want to blow some shit up? Yeah, we got guns. We're blowing <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. at that point, we're having a lot of fun. A lot of cocktails. My brother packed for the trip like Hunter S. fucking Thompson or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, you know, chill weekend <laughs> with the family boys. How are you going to yeah, handle yeah. it? <laughs> Whacked on mushrooms. Anyway, um, 
there was a point where we we're all drinking around the campfire and my family's like, hey, baby John, maybe do your act for us. And I'm like, absolutely not. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you yeah, fucking kidding sounds... me? And they pressed me for it for like five minutes. And I'm like, no, hey, no. Yeah, yeah. But then like, I think the next day we were drinking around the campfire and I kind of mm. gave them some snippets of it and stuff. And I'm like, there's no way like this, like I didn't, this is not for you. Yeah. This is for a group of people, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like strangers or whatever. And like, I mean, just like I'm not here for like your applause right now. Yeah. Even though like as much as fun as it would be, I'm gonna have to do more explaining after the fact. Yeah. You know I, mean? I draw a hard line in the sand when people ask me to tell a joke or do my act. I'm like, that is the most cringeworthy thing yeah, I could ever possibly show. think of Absolutely. doing right now. It's gonna Absolutely. make me uncomfortable. It's gonna make you uncomfortable because we're not at a comedy show. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out, and no. all of a sudden yeah. things are gonna get weird. I was in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give me a shotgun. How about I that? absolutely absolutely refuse to do it yeah, when when yeah. people when people ask me to I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean well no i did it at uh, portside like late night or whatever but it was a good mm-hmm. environment you know what i mean there's yeah but you're there like, on like that there was a stage stuff, there's a microphone bit, yeah exactly. it's different yeah. than if you're just yeah. like hanging out um and it's different you know if you're you know you're you're drinking you're different with like your family friends, and like, yeah, stuff like but if you're like dinner. hanging out yeah with like your friends and they're like hey why don't you tell a joke or why don't you you do your act it's like absolutely not. No, that is not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah, pay pay for a ticket to see it, to see a show. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you'd be like a little bit more prepared and stuff like that. And I mean, mm-hmm. spontaneity is great, but not like. But then, but then that's like the same thing because you. it's like when you ask me to to do a you know go uh, how about you do like five minutes? Why don't you do your act for us? Then that's automatically ruining it yeah. because you're like okay. And then I have to stand up and, you know, get mm-hmm. into the to the zone. Yeah, and it's yeah. already it already feels like this weird performance. Totally. Like 100%. it's already not going to be funny yeah. because it's awkward because we just went from having a casual, normal conversation to me talking at you, telling jokes at you. In a fully lit living room. Yeah. With <laughs> like, like, with like three yeah. people watching. No, no, it's like, this is not going to go well. Trust me. This is like, you would be, we will have more fun and I will be funnier if we're just hanging out yeah. versus me trying to tell you my jokes. Yeah, right totally. Now. <laughs> I, I'm, I've been crushing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny in conversation yeah. also, but yeah. <laughs> you know, bring up the stuff that I'm working on? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. With like no mic either. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Not gonna happen. Um, okay. So this <laughs> so the um uh the guitar player Rick Nielsen, uh before um he was in Cheap Trick. He had uh, a bunch of other a bunch of other bands. Okay. One of them was called the Grim Reapers. Ooh, very cool. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. And um, it's it's Halloween time. Ooh, Jackie, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, finally. I know you guys have been thinking it. I said it last week. We're going spooky all month. Yeah. Lay it on me, Jackie. Lay it on me. So what uh what do you think? First, let, let's start with the Grim Reaper, because okay. I have thoughts on sure. the Grim Reaper. First of all, I think for most of my life, when I thought of the Grim Reaper, it was associated either with Sims 
or with I think it was a Family Guy episode. Norm Macdonald was the first one to voice death on uh, Family Guy, and it's great. There you go. It's yeah, 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 yeah. So that like, stuck like, with like me. death yeah, yeah, yeah. having Norm's voice is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, and Sims, it was always terrifying because your your Sim in the would Sims die. game, like he would come and reap whenever you? your Sim, <laughs> you'd come get reaped when your Sim dies. The Grim Reaper Jesus. comes. Yeah, and you just watch it. <laughs> like you can't do anything. You have no control over. You it? just uh... watch it come in and collect. The, collect the soul of your sim does he but, like throw you over the shoulder does the spirit come no with you them? just How like disappear oh yeah that's lame. Okay. Cool. <laughs> right. but i was thinking about the grim reaper today and i feel like he's a misunderstood character because it's not like he's coming in to kill you he's coming in to usher your soul into the 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 afterworld a very poetic um mm -hmm. uh character i think in a lot of different um uh, cultures, mythologies. There's a. There's everybody kind of has like a version of mm -hmm. the Grim Reaper or whatever, right? So, um, I, in some sense, like he's supposed to give you a couple tokens so you could pay a guy on a boat or some shit to take you to the oh, afterlife and stuff. Right. There's a bunch of weird shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. In the other iteration of the Grim Reaper that I always think about when I was a kid, I was a really big fan of these um, two fellows called Bill and Ted, Jackie. Do you oh, remember? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Love me some Bill and Ted. Yeah. Excellent adventure and Bogus Journey. Both fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I like Bogus Journey a lot because it's um there's a little like science fiction. -y. There's a little bit it's a little bit weirder, I think, than the first mm -hmm. one. And the um the idea of playing a game against death. Like there's a move there's a famous movie, you know what I mean, with that great shot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? With the two um uh, with the guy playing chess against death, mm -hmm. you know, in the backdrop of the ocean or whatever. It's just mm -hmm. like fascinating and incredibly poetic. Always mm -hmm. gotta be black and white and stuff. And then Bill and Ted take that and they give him a Melvin, which is like a front wedgie, which is hilarious. Wow. And then um yeah, and then just basically beat death to do the thing. Oh, what was the name of their band, Jackie? Fuck. I forget. It's, it's like been a flaming long time saddles. Since, yeah. Flaming stallions or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something stallions. Fuck. Yeah. Shit, we'll I get also, back to that. I love that his um how do you put this? Scythe, skith, what's scythe, 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 something like that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard. Tool. Exactly. Yeah. I love that it's like a crop harvesting tool, but mm -hmm. that's his tool to harvest souls. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. A lot of these characters were made up at a different time, Jackie. Right? Like, what would you prefer? He had Glock Nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I feel like he's a soul. Like he's not killing you. Like the he's, but that's why I like it because this is a harvesting tool and he's somehow harvesting your soul. Well, with which this is which is silly because like I mean, yeah. but he also never really uses the fucking thing. Cause he's supposed exactly. to touch you, you right? Never like once you get touched by death, that's it, right? I thought that's yeah. what I always what I what I understood, right? I never mm -hmm. knew death to ever need a weapon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what he uses to harvest the souls. <laughs> he doesn't chop you at the feet, though. You know, it does never come exactly, in. Exactly, like, but it's Bleh. not. But it's not because it's just soul based. <laughs> <laughs> It's a soul sight sickle. <laughs> it's a soul sickle. <laughs> I don't think it's a sickle. I think it's a. I I, I, I remember a, calling it a sickle and then and then it's being corrected later. It's a, a, it's a um, yeah, you know. From what I understand too, it's mm -hmm. also like um the the one that we see mm -hmm. is actually not like would would be useless to harvest crops, right? Like oh, so, okay. if you have it's like been, the um, uh, like yeah, the pole going straight up, and then your um and then the blade kind of facing towards the ground mm -hmm. as you're standing, as as you're as you're sticking it up, yeah. no good. That blade needs to be turned to the side so that you can swipe the grass or the or the wheat with it, and it right. actually cuts. 
You know what I mean? At a, at a level plane on the ground. Oh, I see. Right? So. Garden skin. Is this still used? Dude, I guess it's more automated now. You don't oh, have Well, yeah, but there's, I yeah. mean, depending on the farm and depending on the level of technology that uh, the farmer can afford. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's still a bunch of them in use across the, you know, the world. But yeah, like my, yeah. my Uncle sure Perry has a farm them. and he's not using okay. that shit on like mass amounts of like acres and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, look at all these guys. Oh, oh, oh I see. <laughs> that fella. Exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. Right. That seems so, like, like not so the, the best way, that, way to like, do this it. This looks is the, um, this is great uh, radio for anybody that's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, or anyone that's watching. Oh, the sorry. screen is yeah, yeah. away from them. Yeah. <laughs> so as you Sight. can see here, <laughs> no good. And from this is actually uh, like how you would, uh, you know, how, how you would chop your grass with it. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know, but how the, the, how would that work then for the collecting of souls? Just it doesn't at all, Jackie. This is a fictional character. <laughs> this is a fictional character. Jackie. <laughs> just, uh, it's a mythological creature. Well, mm -hmm. you know, whichever whichever you um, mm -hmm. like, we can't definitively say one way or another that there is mm -hmm. no Grim Reaper. But yeah, um, you know the I'm just saying that the modernization, the um, like the. Uh, the the character that's been built and put into pop culture right might not yeah. even be that guy like um i was gonna tell you about a tv show that doesn't exist because i wrote it <laughs> <laughs> that is the dumbest shit that i've ever i haven't thought about the story in a long time jackie but in film school you read the thing too yeah, you know yeah. exactly but there's more of like uh like death is like an agency you know what i mean right, right? so right. like uh, new oh, souls yes, can kind yes, of pass yes, in yes, there yes. and uh you know and, and put some work in mm -hmm. you know what i mean to maybe uh yeah to gain a little bit of favor <laughs> or or whatever but uh yeah, yeah. check out um <laughs> fuck i can't even remember the name <laughs> i don't i yeah i guess um i feel like i i <laughs> I, my bad, my bad, guys, my bad. Have you ever seen that show? No, nobody did because yeah. I wrote it and nobody's buying <laughs> I feel like the Grim Reaper has sort of fallen out of favor, though. People people aren't reaping. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he's not really necessarily like reaping the rewards mm -hmm. of, you know, being like, a, you know, I mean, a fixture in pop culture for so many years. Even mm -hmm. um, with Halloween coming up, I'm seeing very little Grim Reaper. Very not little, seeing a lot of. You know what yeah. I mean? Like witches have always been in vogue. Which, though, um, if I saw someone just like casually walking around dressed as the Grim just Reaper. Casually reaping? <laughs> just casually reaping? Super would into be that fucking guy. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody has their thing. Like, if you, if you, when you see one robed man, mm -hmm. um, you want to know like where the rest of the robed men are because that's got to yes. be like. And so, if he's part it's of like be a, some sort of an organization, yeah, then you want to hide all your friends that aren't white. But right. if you see one guy in a robe mm -hmm. with no congregation of other robed men, then you either have to assume um, on his way mm -hmm. to do something dirty. Oh yeah, or to do something deadly. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. 100%. Robes aren't a casual uh, streetwear. Nobody's wearing a robe to Denny's. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Not in that case. Not in that sense, anyway, right? And um, yeah, you know, but uh, but nobody is really using that. Like um, like the clown. You mm. know what I mean? Like the clown has been turned in from um, you know what I mean? Like a uh, the personification of joy yeah. and happiness yeah. and fun. Um, you know what I mean? But now is um something far more sinister right oh yeah but, uh but yeah but the grim reaper right nobody's out there you know dressed in reaper robes which would be much easier exactly much yeah easier to do than an entire clown disguises your stuff face like just throw on a fucking robe super easy yeah right so i don't know i think people that are out there just uh looking to scare people have been picking the wrong character for a long time now yeah i mean what if like um 
Oh, why isn't anybody okay? So Ari Shafir did like the Amazing Racist, where mm-hmm. he wore like um like a clan outfit, and went through the hood and stuff like that. Right, like, it was right. Ten, it was a decade ago, very funny stuff. Yeah, definitely go and check it out. He has a cross on his. He brings a cross into a corner store and he's asking for lighters and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> but. So you have the amazing, why isn't anybody doing like Grim Reaper at the funeral home? Or sorry, Grim Reaper at like an old folks home or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Ari, yeah. push your boundaries, man. Come on. You can't write a joke. So come reap, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one joke, folks. One yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think that you're, you know, I mean, people are really dropping the ball on that as far as like the yeah. Grim Reaper is concerned. And I think he definitely has fallen out of favor as far as um, pop culture is concerned. Yeah. And um, um, uh, yeah, we need to bring the Reaper back. Yeah. Don't fear the Reaper. Fucking Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. There needs to be some sort of, yeah, new horror movie that that centers on the reaper but that being said exactly he's not so much a terrifying character because he's not killing people he's just he's a shepherd he's ushering them into death like he's Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) he's kind of a good guy he's like i don't want you to make this journey alone I, I know the, the hood, the robe, the, the scythe, it's off-putting. It's off-putting, fair enough. But, right? like, trust me. I'm from I'm, a different time. Yeah. These, these, were, the, these were the garb <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what we need to do then is to, like, make the, um, the storyline kind of, like, revolve around, like, a 90s action movie. Let's go Ooh. The Fugitive. Okay. okay? So mm-hmm. in The Fugitive. Yeah. Jackie, what we have here is um, Harrison Ford has to clear his name. Uh, it might yes. actually be... Um, Wesley Snipes because there's a fugitive and then U.S. Marshals. Shit. It's Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford and the Fugitive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's do U.S. Marshals because it's a better movie. Okay. I don't know that one. It has Wesley Snipes and <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is chasing him. Okay. And like just for my money, you know, just more fun, right? Anyway, um, the entire first act of the film is um, uh, basically a setup. Where mm-hmm. now um, Wesley Snipes has to clear his name for the rest of the movie. It's like every '90s action movie, right. basically, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you do that with the intensity and with the, um, uh, like, with the express concern that the Grim Reaper needs to, not necessarily like, how would he be changing his name, saving his name? What wait, what would the what would the situation be? Because how do you get somebody from the afterlife mm-hmm. to get people to not fear him even though he is the harbinger of death yeah he's um he's tired he's tired of being marketed as an evil being who's who's a murderer and uh something someone to be feared and so he comes to someone who he's supposed to because he has a deal with um the devil presumably and or god maybe both i think he he's probably just getting souls over right he I has think no he, idea yeah what yeah did. i think he's like switzerland i think he's a shit. neutral party here yeah, exactly because he's hiding and, nazi uh, gold but he uh he's you know he's he's tired of it he's yeah. tired of being misunderstood and have all this propaganda spread about him and so one day he he comes to someone who's about who's who's on their deathbed he comes to help them cross over to the other side and he says there's something about this this person that's special has to be a child yeah can't fear him and exactly yeah and he's like you know what i'm gonna give you another let me tell you because this could get me in a lot of trouble trust me this is gonna like anger the 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 boys upstairs Uh, and downstairs. oh totally absolutely but i am gonna spare i'm gonna let you i'm gonna guard your spirit and allow you to stay in this realm if 
you, you clear, clear my name. My name. <laughs> <laughs> this kid ends up in a mental institution because he's just telling everybody that Death's not a bad guy. I'm just saying. I'm it's just like saying. Grim Reaper, good guy. And so then this guy, this kid grows up and his whole life is dedicated to clearing the name of the Grim Reaper because if he doesn't, he will die randomly because he's cheated death once before and Grim Reaper has his number. And he's like, I don't want to do this to you, but this is the deal that we brokered. And so so this guy grows up, um, terrible upbringing. And no, absolutely. He, um, yeah, no, definitely. He's searching, you know, every. He's going like he's going crazy. People well, he's. Think I mean, he's okay, so obviously job. be born in poverty. Um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Rough upbringing. That's one thing. But I mean, mm-hmm. then convincing the world that death is nothing to be afraid of is an uphill battle. You know, but perhaps he gets into here. some sort of horrific accident, and then he becomes like a motivational speaker, and he's like, hey. I got to tell you guys something. The Is Grim this Kev? Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> A guest so many of you do not know yet. But, yeah, he's uh, been on twice. But he did, but <laughs> he did ask me. He did message me about the show a little while ago. So he might. Uh, he, he might, might come, come on, on yet. just yet. Maybe third time's the charm. Ah, we'll find out. But um, yeah, this is until maybe then. That's kind of what he it. does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he and so this uh, this kid, we'll call him Kevin. For now. <laughs> I love this. I love where this is going. No, this is fantastic. Kevin spends his life convincing people. The Grim Reaper is nothing to be feared. Almost the homie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably encouraging, yeah. you know, going to traveling around, maybe even going to schools mm-hmm. um, with like cool tattoos. Of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he, he <laughs> must reach a breaking point. On your knuckles point. and stuff like that. That, you know, convinces his mm-hmm. young children to listen to Slayer. Yeah. He must reach a breaking point, though, where it's like no one is listening to me. People still think this Grim Mr. Reaper is uh, a horrid uh, character. They f- they are frightened of him. You see his image everywhere in on Hollow's Eve and the days leading up to it. Absolutely. It's nothing I'm doing is working. Yes. And so then he reaches a crisis point and the Grim Reaper visits him um, perhaps on a, on a large hill, maybe in the middle of a thunderstorm. And... <laughs> And Exterior hill like, yeah. thunderstorm. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm following. And it. he's like Reaper. He's he goes up in the middle of a thunderstorm. Sure. He's um he's inspired. He's he's going crazy. He's, he's it's the rain. He's, he's like, like ah. He's like ah. Yeah, and then yeah. the thunder hits, and he looks outside. And he's like, I have to go. He goes outside and goes to the top of this hill, and he's like Reaper. Reaper! <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going. And then the Reaper comes. Um, I never, you never know where the Reaper comes from. He just kind of appears, right? Honestly, it's like diarrhea. You never really know, but like yeah, you have an yeah. idea. Like I mean, obviously, you know you deserve so he it. He turns but, around yeah. and the Reaper's behind yeah, him. Totally. And he's like, "Yes, Kevin." <laughs> you couldn't even do Norm for your Reaper. You just have to. <laughs> the Reaper's been reaping souls with Down syndrome for <laughs> millennia now. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, yes, Kevin. <laughs> so he's just a creep. He's got a pencil-thin mustache and a French accent. And then, and then Kevin goes, Reaper, I know we made a deal all those years ago. 
but I, but it's uh, it's working. Nothing's working. And then Reaper goes, ha, 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 ha. Like that was the test? Like that <laughs> yeah. was that was the test the whole time? <laughs> yeah, he's like, and you never, silly, well, Man will never silly. accept death. Man right? will never accept death. Uh, fuck, that's heavy. And then he fucking kills him. Wouldn't and that be okay? He, okay, hold hmm. on. Now, okay, so... I love where your head's at. Everything, yes. Everything, yes. No notes. No notes. Just a suggestion. Right? If at the end of the movie, um, when Kev is reaped, Mm -hmm. something happens Mm -hmm. where... Say lightning strikes the 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 scythe or something like at the mm-hmm. moment of of yeah. contact, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Kind of like a Bart and the Fly situation yes. from um mm-hmm. uh, fucking um, Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. So if that happens, mm-hmm. then Kev becomes death, and oh. most of the world isn't wheelchair accessible. Ooh. So a lot of us to avoid death just have to be on any elevated platform. Right. Sure. Just saying. Or. And the rope gets caught in the tires all the time. Like this is like that we yeah. do like the naked gun, but like death. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. And then, wait, Kevin becomes becomes the Reaper. Yes. And the Reaper becomes Kevin. Well, then he doesn't have the wheelchair anymore. The, but, the, but the. Now is there two wheelchairs? <laughs> now there's two wheelchairs. Jesus. <laughs> this is going off the rails. Or people. Kevin can walk again. Well, no, but then then everybody dies. So like we want it like the only way yeah. to beat death is to become death. Kevin knows right. the only way yeah. to beat death is to become death. So that's right. his burden, his cross to bear. And like I mean, he'll take a couple souls that are like at like you know right. at the bottom of the monkey bars or whatever. You know what I mean? Whoever falls off I the jungle see. gym, he'll get them. But then, but if you're on the jungle gym, mm-hmm. then you're gonna be fine. And but the and the reaper becomes a mortal soul, and so then the day comes uh, where Kevin has to reap. Oh, the reaper. That, yes. The now reaper we're gets reaped. Yes. <laughs> Kevin's out there reaping reapers. Yeah, don't reap the reaper. <laughs> 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 and then this is like a uh, this is like a five act movie. <laughs> oh yeah, three hours. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Fuck but yeah. then move over, yeah. Irishman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple climaxes. <laughs> As with any with any good session, you know what I mean? There should be. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know what the moral of that that story is. You have to to well, be the moral death, of the you story have to is become to, death. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right? and the you're reaper never, not a bad guy. And yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. The bottom line is that every religion or every thing like this is all created in my head is because man can never accept that death is qu- is coming yeah right? like we're so self-important yeah, we all, yeah, and like yeah. our consciousness is like the coolest thing ever mm-hmm. but it's also the burden you know what i mean the fact that we're not going to be around two experiences forever because we think we're so important right so every mm-hmm. culture and every um like mythology the only through line or the only connecting tissue is basically kind of like a coping mechanism for death yeah right? so yeah. like Kev like can become death and then start like handing out mushrooms mm-hmm. and like MDMA because they're doing like all those kind of like tests or whatever you know what I mean yeah. like people can like you know accept that that's gonna happen or something mm-hmm. like that so I just think like yeah it's it's heavy but mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, men will never sort of like will, will never accept death yeah it's like um people want to like have a um, a physical manifestation of death where you can actually see what's happening because you, you, know, you need a bad guy. Yeah. Cause right? no one knows what, what happens in that exact moment. And except so they invent, uh, except like, us, I mean, of course, I mean, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Talk like, yeah. but then, so then the reaper comes along as sure. this, like, um, the symbol of death. So you can actually, so you can see it happening. Yes. You can see them getting escorted. There has to be some sort of confrontation. There has to be a round table, a dinner, party between 
God, the devil, and the reaper within this film. Like, do you think they get like a corner booth at Denny's? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're like, yeah. <laughs> Satan's just like, I love moons over Miami. And they're like, we could eat anywhere in the known universe. And he's just like, man, if you ever fucking have moons over Miami, dog? Some extra hash browns, crispy? It's a good sandwich. And we're like, that's why you're Satan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you, you, because he's just a dick, and he There's has a to lot of fun to be had within this. Dinner we could definitely do it. Somebody yeah, get a us lot, a laptop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, we've, yeah, we haven't, we haven't cracked into a script in a little while. Maybe it'd be fun. Maybe fun. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, right. This this feature length. Like death comes ripping. Death comes rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is for the record. Any uh, any similarity between any living uh, beings is yeah, purely no, we coincidental. We didn't say anybody's last yeah, name. Yeah. We just used. <laughs> this is this just a common name. Yeah, Kev's a common name. <laughs> how, many, how many motivational speakers in wheelchairs do you know named Kevin? There's a bunch of them. No, there's it's tons. At it's, least thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm into it. I okay. So we, now we uh, yeah mm. now we've uh, you've inspired me. You've lit something yeah. under the tires. You know what I mean? There you and go. um. You know what I mean? And mommy's all right. And daddy's yeah. all right. <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, so obviously the end of that song, uh, Surrender. Surrender is the name of the Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, we're all all right. Yeah. We're all right. So they did... Um, they did a cover of uh, Big Star's uh, song, In the Street, uh, which is the hanging out. That 70s show. Yeah. So Cheap Trick covered that um for the for the theme song for that 70s show and then tacked on we're Whoa. all all right from oh. that song yeah the more you know yeah very cool yeah i didn't know that <laughs> we know we are all all right i yeah. think at the end of the day yeah that's a that's a that's a us and the the reaper us and the reaper you know we're Grimmy. i mean we might be misunderstood but i think at the end of the day like mm. we, we we're, we're gonna have the last laugh yeah we'll usher in uh yeah because we'll die laughing Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As we shepherd everyone across. I'd like to be a shepherd. You'd like to be a shepherd? Yeah, not like a... What's a shepherd? <laughs> <laughs> that opens the episode for sure. That has to open the episode. Um, Jackie, a shepherd... I, I mean like... I, I mean shepherd... So shepherd, they have sheep, right? Yeah, well, yeah, like, I mean, so it could be like any congregation of animals, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, were, in the sense of like shepherding. A, a pack of yeah, animals, sheep, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. They're um, in the Middle East, goats, very common yeah. and stuff like that, right? So um, if you're, you have a pack of animals and they, like the, those animals have been like walking those trails for mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Thousands of years or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So then basically the shepherd kind of, you know. Right. Oversees Shepherds that. Then. Isn't that what like um, like lassies for, like the um like well the like an Australian shepherd yeah. dog ah, might not be like a lassie name. would be like a golden retriever oh it's lassie a golden thing, retriever I think I, I, don't, I don't know remember. a whole lot about famous dogs yeah. <laughs> I know lassie was racist that's yeah, it but obviously. other than that like a like an Australian shepherd the reason mm -hmm. that they're so like wound up yeah and um, they're running around the sheep exactly mm -hmm. right and yeah. um like what one you ever see videos like what one dog can do to like a whole i've you know, seen sheep. it they open up yeah yeah i fucking uh, grew up a around farms I oh used to, yeah. yeah yeah i just bought youtube <laughs> i just watched ridiculous shit on youtube jackie you know what i've been watching on youtube lately what 
there's a, a channel called Awesome Restorations. Okay. And somebody would just get like a rusty tool mm-hmm. and just take it apart and, uh, and and rebuild it. Oh. And it's Do they make it better? Awesome. They make it brand new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they paint it. They get all the rust off of it and shit. And they just like turn it into something awesome. And, uh, nice. But the, yeah, but then um, so I started with just tools and stuff. We've mm-hmm. been into antiques. I watched them do a, uh, a coffee grinder this morning. Fascinating oh, stuff. That's cool. So that's what I'm basically getting into. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I that's to, useful. I need, I need to be shot. <laughs> be <laughs> or somebody could book me on a show. Give me something <laughs> All right. Well, I think that uh, I think that about sums up Do the it. album. Put this album on uh, at a party in the background. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's I a fun it. little yep. little party album. Yep. I had yeah. a good time with it. Nice. I had a good time with it. Um, yeah. Anything else off the top? Um, no, that's all I can uh, all I can think of. We'll be on time next week. We will be on time next week. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll, uh, oh, we should. Yeah, we should figure that. Um, yep. Well, this is an off-screen discussion. <laughs> can be on screen ties open to do record tomorrow if we want to do this okay yeah i was just gonna say we should figure out um yeah when we're gonna do that absolutely absolutely you will. guys don't have to worry about it because we're gonna be on time this time yeah. and every time after always no absolutely. more mistakes no more mistakes no mistakes allowed yeah and, um, who apologies to sorry what were you gonna say um who killed tim kono Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what there we want to know. Yeah. That's all. That's all we're exactly. here for. Exactly. And apologies to Am, who got a shout out, uh, got a lengthy shout out, oh but it's that it's lost. Yes, <laughs> yes. We uh, we spoke some very high praise yeah. of a friend, and then <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> we circled back to every topic except that one. Yeah. I love it. I didn't bother. <laughs> we love you. All right. <laughs>